In 2019, I uncovered a little blue suitcase in my grandparents' basement in their Toronto home. Inside was an unexpected treasure, Bill and Doreen's love letters from the Second World War. And now I am sharing that story with all of you. You're listening to the Little Blue Suitcase Podcast, hosted by me, Jason McDowell. September 18th, 1941. Doreen Deer. I certainly had an awful time on that train on our way to Ottawa. I slept off and on again until we got here at 8 o'clock in the morning. We reported straight here and then we went looking for places to board. What a time. We saw some of the dirtiest houses I think I have ever saw. I was really afraid to go into some of them and I think you understand what I'm saying, dear. Well, we finally found a place about a half hour walk away from headquarters. I can't even imagine arriving in a new city with my bag on my back and trying to even at that point find a place to stay. When we think about, you know, certainly 2021 housing market rental issues. So think about just getting off a train and thinking that you have to find a place to stay overnight, knowing that you don't want to spend money in a hotel. It it must have been daunting for anyone, specifically, you know, a a person of 20 years old to try to figure that out. And so I thought it was very bold for Bill to just walk off the train and then try to find a place to stay. It, It really was an interesting time. But it really is a swell home, dear. It's a private home and a woman and her daughter live there alone and we both now have single beds to ourselves. I really am okay, dear. The interesting piece about boarding, it's that many of these men who were in the services had to find a place to stay. And it was very common practice in the 1940s and the 50s and the 60s, whereby a person would rent out one room and you would actually stay for extended periods of time in somebody's home. You would have dinners with them and you would possibly listen to the radio with them. And they really brought you in to their family. So many of the servicemen um, had to find places to stay and boarding really became a commonplace. Can you ask mom to write me as soon as she can? And of, of course, you too. My new home address is 97 Preston Street, Ottawa, Ontario. The relationship between Bill and his parents was one that was very close. Bill's parents did not have him until they both were 39. And in the 1920s, that was almost unheard of. So he was very close to his parents being an only child. And so as I have seen, and hopefully you will see as you join me on the journey, is that his mother and father are very close to him and write to him on a very consistent basis. Not only just his parents, but his two aunts also will continue to write to him during the time that he is spending in the services. Right here rather than the headquarters, and you'll get an answer much quicker. We had more inoculations today, and Doreen, I'm afraid that I won't be able to write you much more today because I'm just not feeling quite up to it. I'll write you on Monday, or tomorrow, as I'll feel a little bit more settled and have a clearer mind to write down on what's going on here. 
Well, I'll close now, Doreen, and, uh... <sighs> I'll be expecting to hear from you soon. Yours very truly, Bill. Lots of love, dear, and lots and lots of kisses. XXXXX. Oh, and if the folks decide to come down for a visit, don't you forget to come with them too, love. When I had a chance to curate all the letters, there were some that were missing. And so we've had to pick up in chronological order where it makes sense for both Bill and Doreen. So Bill often, in this case, will be responding to questions from a letter that Doreen wrote that we haven't got. And so I've done my best and we will continue to do our best to make sure that the letters are ones that are responding to one another as we go through the chronological order and date. September 21st, 1941. Hello, Hello dear. Just a little line to let you know that I got your welcome letter. As I explained to my mother, everything's okay because just about 10 minutes before I got your letter, I found a purse with $11.15 in it. So, I'm still 11.15 up in my expenses for us. One of the other great things it brings a smile to my face as I've read these letters and as I continue to enjoy these letters, it's that whenever I see money being talked about around a nickel for a paper or getting paid $10 a week, it, it really makes me smile to think about salaries that we make today versus what people were making in the 1940s and how much things cost. And the sheer thought that a quart or a bottle of milk was a nickel really makes me smile to think about how much we have to pay in today's, today's age. So it must have been extremely exciting to find $11.15 um, that he could go into Bill's little kitty of mad money. I'm glad to hear that you're well rested up. Do try to stay that way till I get back, dear. I saw Ted last night and his finger is in a bandage, but I don't think it was hurt that badly. Jim was with him. Well, I'm writing from the Y here as it really is a swell place. There's jam and candy all over the place. With the servicemen, there was a very great connection to the YMCA or the YWCA. What I mean by that is, is that the YMCA wasn't just a place to go work out. It was a meeting place whereby dances were held, where communications were done, where you wrote your letters to your loved ones, the post office. It really was about community. And so a lot of these servicemen, not only in Ottawa, as Bill is now, but across the country, um, the YMCA really became a, a meeting place for the servicemen to feel connected to whether that be with people or whether that to be with others with inside of the service. So the YMCA really was a mainstay in the way in which the servicemen were able to connect. And it really was a place that made them feel safe and, and really made them feel like they were home. Toronto's still a little nicer place, I think. I saw Ronnie, but they're living in the city now. He's going to join up soon, but he doesn't know that the military is a real-world place. I'm glad I got through last night safe. I'll tell you all about what I saw last night at another time. <laughs> it actually reminds me of a joke that you told me once. 
This place is really wide open, but believe it or not, I was in bed by 12 o'clock or a little later. There are some shows open today, which is Sunday, and the dances open at 2 o'clock this afternoon. I came down with a married couple, and we're going home at 5 o'clock. There are five servicemen, who are English, beside my room, <laughs> and they're very funny. They're phoning up some girls, and uh, they seem to be having some difficulty making them understand their accents. <laughs> I've been talking with a Navy fellow for the last day and a half who's really been traveling. He'd rather be in the Air Force, but can't get out of where he is now. He's been traveling for the last two weeks, and all he's eaten is cold canned stuff. Heavens, when I read the first year letter, dear, I thought something awful had happened. I had envisioned other things, which I'm sure you can guess, but I'm glad that you reported that it was nothing serious. I told my mother not to worry about some of the money I've been spending. It really isn't a lot, and I will make sure that I'm saving what I don't spend. My inoculations are fine now, I suppose. I wasn't actually sick, but I didn't exactly feel A1 either. A very interesting piece is that both Bill and Doreen were getting inoculated against a number of things in the 1940s that people were concerned about. And in, when we fast forward the clock 80 years later, here we are uh, in a global pandemic, and this has become something that you can see is repeating itself over history, whether it be in the 40s or whether it be the polio scare, SARS, and now obviously COVID. It's something that we can connect to that, that Bill and Doreen were both feeling 80 years ago. By the way, I don't know if I told you, but Artie Shaw is coming up here on the 22nd and Bert Noisy is coming on the 2nd of October. The modern heirs are going to play the Palais Royale, I hear. Well, I guess I'd better be on my way. I have a lot to see, and I hope I'll be hearing from you soon. I think I'm going to swipe a pocket full of candy and then buzz off. <laughs> Lots of love, dear. Bill. XXXXX. I'll have you know, dear, these particular kisses are special stock. Thanks for listening to the Little Blue Suitcase podcast. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you get notified when the next episode is out. For more information, check us out at littlebluesuitcase.ca. I'm Jason McDowell, and it's been swell having you listen. Podstarter.